0: Welcome, everyone, to Films with The Woman of My Life. My name is Brendan, and joining me tonight is Jess.
1: Buenos noches.
0: And Mama Kay. Hey,
1: everybody. Oh. Are <laughs> we <laughs> heading towards Jess, you... hey. I, just, I just like to keep it fresh, yeah, but yeah. I only really know how to say hi in a few languages.
0: Uh, you, you've also thrown in some colloquial howdies. So, like, right. you know, there's. It's, yeah. It's, It's uh, keeping it fresh. Keeping it fresh. Uh, Speaking of fresh, tonight we are reviewing Harriet, which is currently fresh on Rotten Tomatoes at seventy-two percent.
2: Okay, thanks for Uh, making that because I didn't know where you were going with fresh. It's kind of an older story.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, what's what's fresh about this? I mean, it's it's a. a...
0: Yeah, you know, it took place a while ago. So, Harriet, for those who don't know, is the extraordinary tale of Harriet Tubman's escape from slavery and transformation into one of America's greatest heroes, whose courage, ingenuity, and tenacity freed hundreds of slaves and changed the course of history.
1: I thought it That's said a seventy like three solid vocab words in like that two sentence synopsis.
0: Nice tenacity was solid ingenuity. Yep um there was Okay, there... maybe too. Maybe too. I mean, I know cur- courage. Means. Courage was in that. <laughs> no. Well, you know what tenacity is, and like ingenuity. Like,
1: it's just words that I don't say to my friends. So when I read it, I'm like, oh, I haven't read that in a long time. <laughs> mm. When was the last time I texted you with something that said ingenuity? Oh, I you've don't...
0: never done that. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. When Was the last time you texted me that, it didn't start with SpongeBob or a movie?
1: Yeah, like 10% of your text
2: Maybe probably don't start stuff. with one job or movie.
0: So, Harriet, <laughs> yeah. uh, anyone in- excited to see this? We kind of had like we were all we were all kind of like, oh, there's a lot of theater reviews coming out. Let's pick some of the big ones and we we're like, oh, this one's coming out. Did did anyone have a strong urge to see this one? I can't remember how we actually decided to pick this.
1: Um, I don't remember seeing the trailer for this. But I think I was interested in it just because, you know, it's an interesting story. History is not my thing. So I think I was a little more hesitant. But I mean, you assured me it's probably more fast moving than I was expecting. So uh, I
0: I said you were afraid it was going to be darkest hour. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's going (laughs) to be a little more highly paced than the Darkest Hour, which (laughs) before giving anything away, it's whether it's better or worse, it's definitely moves faster than the Darkest Hour, I would say.
2: It's it's a little it's there are some dark scenes like Darkest Hour, because Darkest Hour was also a very dark movie as a part like cinematically. Like hard (laughs) hard to see. It's like difficult (laughs) to figure out what was going on. Quite
1: literally dark one of the things I said during the movie was why don't they turn the lights on? (laughs) darkness
0: yourself <laughs> you were you were very confused in the first part of it. you're like i'm trying so hard but i really have no idea what's going on <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: this so, is not a, it's not a hard movie to follow and i was i was excited when i saw i did see the previews and um i i, I like these kind of movies i like historical film so but no one no one's done harriet yet they're kind of
0: hit or miss for me um the trailer looked Kind of pedestrian, but it got some decent reviews. I like our lead, Cynthia. Uh, oh, what's her name? Cynthia uh, Irvo. Um, mm. I've seen her in a few things. She's good. Uh, Cassie Lemons is a pretty solid director. She's done Eve's Bayou, Caveman's Valentine, Talk to Me, uh, Black Nativity. So she's she's worked. She's she's got some some movies under her belt. So experienced director, solid lead. You know, historical story. Kind of thought this would be Oscar bait, and it might be. We'll see. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen Harriet, it's in theaters right now, uh, for about a week or so, it's been in theaters. It'll be out a couple more weeks. Uh, we are going to spoil it. That's what we do here. We rank things here at films with the women of my life based on four criteria. And those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. Um, I know we said we're spoiling it, but I mean, it's history and a lot (laughs) of it's kind of known. So it's kind of, yeah. It's kind of pre-spoiled, most of it, not everything. I have some things, I'm like, oh, I didn't know that happened. And then yeah. later on, they were, at the end, when they do, like with a lot of historical movies, they put the words on the bottom, Harriet Tubman did all this stuff, and then this stuff, and then she died on this date, and this is her last words. Like, you know, they kind of do that in a lot of things. Um, but the the brief synopsis of Harriet is she starts as a slave in the South. I believe it's in Maryland, so not the Deep South like the, the medium South, I suppose. Uh, she works on a plantation w- with a good amount of her family. Uh, there is clearly tension between a lot of the different uh, slaves and the slave owners as there is, as you would expect. Um, she's about to be sold off, but she decides to run away instead of try, you know, even risk being sold off. And uh, with the help of several people along the way, she reaches freedom, We'll go into detail in a second because that's the first act. The second act is after she meets with an abolitionist group in Philadelphia. uh, She decides to go back and free more slaves uh, in the areas that she came from. A lot of them are family members and friends. Uh, And then the second act is her getting more and more people out of there. Then more stuff happens, the US government steps in with uh, slave laws Uh, basically things become more difficult for the abolitionists to free slaves in the south and bring them to the north Uh, and you know, the final big act is her having a confrontation with her former slave owner uh, having her final words with some of her close family members a couple of big pieces at the end to show what a badass Harriet Tubman was both in meetings and on the battlefield I guess you could say And, uh, yeah, that's like, that's a whole two hour gloss of what happens. So, uh, I'll start with Mama Kay. What did you think of the plot of this movie?
2: I mean, I think they had a lot of, uh, a lot of territory to cover, um, considering that they were going sort of from the very beginning of where she was asking for her freedom so that she could, so her children could be born into freedom. Her, Her husband was a free man, uh, which I didn't know any of that. So that was, that was interesting. Um, And, and they had to cover a lot and they, and I like the fact that they really focused on the aspects of her, of how they get people out. And, and that's what sort of drove the movie. Otherwise, I think it would have been a lot drier, uh, not quite as interesting you know if, if they spend a lot of time doing other things i'm sure she spent a lot of time doing that um i learned a lot during during this i don't know if what i learned is correct because you never know when you're watching a movie if you're watching something that's actually historically correct or not but,
0: like m- most i'm sure they took some liberties with like yeah the actual confrontations and you know the the scene to scene movements and you
2: know. yeah but I think for as a storyline um, and and how they represented it and the way they represented it, I thought it was good. I would give it a three and a half. What do you think, Jess? So I
1: actually really like this. I'm going to give it a four or five. Ooh, um, wow. So, I know, wow! I know, I um, know. So I followed this all the way through. I I liked how it ended, and I think I'll mm. speak about that more in. Um, the other categories but i agree with uh mama k says. so i like how a lot of the movies focused on the journey and i did learn a lot too um i think i just briefly knew what she did but again i didn't know like her whole background her motivation that she i didn't know that she went back and forth i thought this yeah. was just like a one-time thing um and i'm also like i forgot how historical philadelphia was and i was like oh wow like we live in a place that, like, really meant something, so. Yeah, it's uh, uh, that quite
0: important was... to the history of uh, the U.S., Philadelphia is.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I always knew, like, when I did, uh, went to um, field trips and stuff, and that and was, like, a huge reminder of how uh, significant it is, so that was cool. But, you know, back to the movie. Um, I think it really captured my attention, so I I want to say I hope that all history movies are like this, mm-hmm. unlike, again, Darkest Hour. Um, I don't know how much of it you know, they fabricated or how true it is that they stuck to it, but I do like the story that they made if they made up um, pieces of it, because from start to end, I liked how the timeline rolled. It wasn't too focused on one part and brushed over another part. I think they did a good job with evenly telling the whole story.
0: Hmm. Okay. Um, the plot for me is like a three. Um it's pretty good at times, and it doesn't do what a lot of the historical movies do, uh, which is get preachy. Um, they, they preach whatever whatever position they have, they kind of overdo it, they get the ham and the fist, and they start being really blunt about it, and they do that later, but for the first, I'd say, half of the movie, I'm I'm very engaged, um, we'll get more about the characters in a second, but I think Harriet's a very engaging character, Cynthia did a really good job, um, yeah. really enjoyed her portrayal, and her growth, her arc, she definitely, show it shows throughout the thing as she goes, um, she changes a good amount, and I guess this is a big plot, this is, I guess, a plot point, I was going to bring this up later, but I'll bring it up now. And I don't know exactly how it went, because I know in real life she did go back and free other slaves, and she was brought into the Underground Railroad, which is the abolitionist group that freed the slaves in uh, southern countries, brought them to the north, brought them to Canada. The whole contrivance of the second and third act is she'll come back to Leslie Odom Jr.'s character, who is William Still. That's the guy who she first meets when she makes it to Philadelphia. She'll come to him and be like oh, like, I need to go back and free more slaves. And he's like, it's not that simple. We have protocols. And she's like, you can't tell me what I can't do. And then she goes back and frees slaves. And then about, you know, half an hour of stuff happens. And then we come back to William Still. And and he's like, we have this problem. And she's like, well, why don't we just keep freeing slaves? And he's (laughs) like... No, you can't keep freeing the slaves. It's too da- dangerous. It's too risky. And she's like, don't tell me what I can't do. And then she goes back for half an hour and frees all the slaves. Then at the end, there's a big meeting with like 50, 60 people. We have this giant problem. What do we do? And, and Harry is like, well, why don't we just free all the slaves? And he's like, it's not that simple. And then she gives a big speech of don't tell me what to do and goes back and frees more slaves. And I understand there's probably some truth to some of how <laughs> that went down but like it was that is how it came across to me was that like alright we did it and then we did it again and then we did it again and I'm just like Ugh. Well,
2: I think that, uh, that shows like the tenacity of her character it's sort of like I think every time they did it and you know the landowners the slave masters were starting to get pissed about it and so it did become more and more and more dangerous each time she went and I think that you know, the, there's the people who are in Philadelphia, the abolitionists that are there, and they have, they're in a safety zone. So I think that, you know, once they see that it's going to be a difficult situation, they kind of back off because they're, they. she says it at some point that, you know, you're removed from this, and I, I know what this is, and I just came from this, and I, I can't let people live like this. So, I mean... She says that in her big speech
0: at the end with all the abolitionists in the room, and they're supposed to represent, I think, like, you know, the elites of the time, you know, black and white people, but, you know, still people mostly born free, mostly from northern states, where this is kind of a a charity project as opposed to a true, uh, you know, in in the weeds, you know, guts and blood kind of operation.
2: Some people were, though. Some of the people who worked with her when she was, you know, going back and forth, the guy with the the covered carriage and people like that. I mean, I think those were in the trenches. So that's the part of the plot. I
0: liked is all the stuff on the trail where like there's genuine tension and like some good uh, visual sound stuff we'll get to later when they're on the trail and Harriet's evading people as they go. It's, it's, compelling and interesting once they make it to Philadelphia and everything's safe and they have to have their speeches and like including the people there like there's the the woman who owns the hotel and she's yeah. been of she she's a you know a black woman in the time which was uncommon to own you know not just land but a, an entire business and she was born free and there's that contrast and they ha- start off contentious but become kind of friends um all the stuff in Philadelphia is much less interesting, I guess. And then once they're back on the trail and doing the intense stuff, that's where I'm like, Oh, this yeah. is like shit could go wrong. Like they could lose people. Like this is, this is the, the meat of the
2: that's movie m- making part of it. I mean, I think, I think they did a really, you know, out- outstanding job there. You know what I mean? That's where their sweet spot was. Yeah, I agree. That's
0: that. kind of the ups and downs where the ups <clears> were definitely, and I know you have to have breaks from action. It can't be tense all the way through. Oh, you can be certain movies can be, but like most movies don't do that. Um, but yeah, when they're in Philadelphia and she's giving speeches back and forth between Leslie Odom and whoever else it's just like uh we just did this 20 minutes ago and I know the stakes are higher now but it's it's the same it's the same idea like over and over again. So I, know, I wish they could I wish they could have done that differently, I guess. So it's still solid yeah. especially because of the tension scenes. Three for me, the characters. I'll go to you Jess cuz Harriet's our main character. You can talk about some of the other side characters we get. We get a lot of characters in this. So what do you think of the characters?
1: Mm-hmm. There, yeah, there are a lot of characters, um, and again, I I really like all of them. The only one I think I could probably do without, or wasn't my favorite, was Walter. I wouldn't have trusted him to begin with. Like I wouldn't, if I were um, the landowners, I wouldn't have trusted him. If I was Harriet, I wouldn't have trusted him. Mm. I mean, I guess he did pull the plot along, but he didn't make a big enough case on my part. He just seemed like a little weasel. But
2: he did end up (laughs) on their side though didn't he
0: like i don't think yeah no he did redeem
1: himself and um he was good but i don't know i i don't he didn't really do much for me and i didn't really trust him and it it seemed like a dumb move to um really put a lot of faith in him and i'm assuming he was probably a made-up character i don't think he really existed in real life no i think Um, a
0: lot of these characters were um yeah were not (laughs) necessarily like yeah
1: i'm curious real. if marie actually existed or if she was made up i
0: don't think she exists i think i think harriet williams still and then we get like cameos later from like frederick douglas and like thomas garrett like they they existed but i think for the most part these are um fictionalized characters
1: um mm. i really like marie i like how she took the um maternal part in harriet and Harriet she like gave her a job, taught her how to act, um how to mm-hmm. use a gun, how to protect herself, um what it's like living in this new world, and I really like how she put her under her wing, and then she ended up dying for it, which I think in the residents and feel that um took a big toll too yeah. um again, there's no one else that I really dislike. I mean, Harriet was my favorite um yeah
0: was the actor who played the black uh slave hunter along with the along with the slave owner? Uh, I can't remember yeah. him. He was I thought oh, he was a pretty interesting the character. The big guy? Yeah, yeah the big I've guy. He before, was real
1: but I don't. I actually I'm curious. I wish there was more about him and we knew his background because I don't know what led him to be the way he is, where he's from or anything. It just seemed right. like not a good fit or if o- he actually existed in Omar real life Omar Dorsey I don't know.
0: is the actor. He's been in a ton of things. I'm I'm looking at his uh filmography right now and I mean it's just it's endless how many things he's been in. A lot of small bit parts, but yeah, I thought his character was really compelling and like, you know, this especially his psychology between obviously the slave owner, the 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 big bad um and uh you know, the the slave tracker Walter as you said, like his weaseliness um and <laughs> you know, his overall fate. I thought he was One of the more interesting side characters.
1: Yeah. And I I liked, well, I don't like the conflict, but the tension between Harriet and um, who's the son of the slave owner? I can't remember. Oh,
0: he becomes the main bad guy um, Gideon. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Gideon. Yeah. So um, the tension between those two, I'm sure, is really similar to what happened in real life. And they did a good job um, showing that. How he never let anyone forget that he owned them um and he was again a piece of shit and treated everyone like it i mean i like how they showed that so it showed how important it was for them
2: to escape everything
0: mama k what do you think of the characters
2: i mean i agree with jess about there's it's a nice cavalcade of of personalities and characters uh but you can't do anything without harriet i mean she is the character of the movie and the um Cynthia? Is that the actor's, actor's name?
0: Cynthia Irvo, yeah.
2: Yeah, she just, I mean, she knocked it out of the park. She Everything was on her shoulders, I felt like, in this movie. And I kind of felt like it was not just on Harriet's shoulders. It was on Cynthia's shoulders to carry this film, uh, much in the same way. And I just thought that she did a, a superior, outstanding job uh, with that. I don't know. I mean, I think I've seen her in one other thing. She was in that mobster movie where the wives take over oh
0: yep, widows.
2: yeah i mean i know her from bad times
1: at the el royale
0: i saw her in that she was she was yeah yeah, so i
1: guess i saw her in both but i didn't recognize her she she kind
0: of really changed especially i'm thinking from bad times to this because i i didn't i missed widows but from bad times to this very different demeanor and look she's almost unrecognizable
2: I I think that she really embodied the character. I mean, I felt felt her growth, the amount of different types of pain that she has to suffer through this. I mean, her, you know, she's gone so long that everyone thinks she's dead and her husband remarries and his wife is going to have a baby. And it's just this terrible, like, you know, you feel like she feels like she was able to do this, you know, thing that took... You know, she went a hundred miles by herself to do this, and then this is what happens, you know, these kind of things. Um, the, I love watching Leslie Odom Jr. do anything. So that was, his character was fine. Janelle Monet's character was great. Um,
0: really? You liked Marie?
2: I do like Marie. Interesting. Um, yeah, I like her because <sighs> I think that she's, she shows, where somebody might look at them and think that, you know, these are, you know, these are similar women at the same time, but their story and their lives are so different. And I think it's, it was great to have that, whether she existed or not. Um, I think that that was an important thing to have in the movie to see that. Um, The, the characters that were back home um, on in Maryland her family characters and, like, the Reverend, those were all very interesting. Uh The guy who plays the Reverend, every time I see him, he just... There's something about him that cracks me up, because I must have seen a movie where he's just, like, a crazy, insane character. Um
0: Vonde Curtis-Hall is the actor. Yeah, yeah.
2: Vonde Curtis-Hall. Um, I've seen him
0: before as well, yeah. I like seeing yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
2: he was, like, big in the 70s, you know, so... um Watching, you know, watching... The characters play through and and how they sort of develop in the movie. I was really weirded out a little bit actually by the by the um, the way that her character and the slave owner's son's character. What's his name? Sorry,
0: which character? The the, the,
2: the Joe Alwyn character. Oh, Gideon. The, yeah, the bad guy. Gideon. Yeah, they seem to have such. I mean. He, yeah, he's obviously a reprehensible individual, but they had some sort of, I mean, he, I think he had some sort of strange fondness for her. Um, oh, yeah, until, it is. And it's they had definitely some demented creepier. chemistry. Yeah, it was very, yeah. cre- it was, it was creepy. And they both, and, and I felt like they both had it. So like, they both acknowledged it, almost like if things would have been in a different time frame, they would have been friends, you know, um. I didn't see it as any sort of weird romance. Yeah, if they knew each good. other
0: today, things would be possibly different. But
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I found that part kind of cool, actually, because a lot of times, like you said, there's a heavy handedness about this and that, you know, everything is just crazy, crazy relationships between the slave owners and the slaves. Uh, there was a character I didn't like, and that was the mom, the slave owner mom. Oh, yeah. Eliza I, she don't think she, uh, I was waiting for I'm one of you guys to her. Yeah. Yeah, she was just over the top, kind of a nut job. I mean, even anything in any time frame, I think that that type of character is a bit of a nut job. Um, so I could have lived without her. But having said all that, and and on you know Cynthia's performance alone, I have to give the characters a four.
0: Yeah, and. Um... I'll just talk about briefly some of the characters we've mentioned but not talked a whole lot. Um, Omar Dorsey's Bigger Long, the black uh, slave catcher. Again, that's a really interesting concept, having someone who kind of goes against his own race in a time of racial tension, like – for his Mm -hmm. own personal gain, basically. I kind of wish we had one white abolitionist um, in maybe the South where he was alone against, you know, all the other slave owners of the time in the South. I know we had the white abolitionists in the North. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I think it's interesting when you pull someone out of a crowd who's their whole group of people like them are going one way and they choose to go another for whatever reason. Right. I think those are the tend to be interesting characters. Like I said, bigger long, he comes in like halfway. He doesn't have a whole lot of fleshing out, but the times he's there, I'm always thinking about him. He has little nicks and twitches about his character that make me think about him and like what he's going through in his head the whole time. You know, he's, he's obviously not a a good guy in the end, but like there's something very interesting and compelling watching him. Um, Reverend green, very interesting character as well, where he has to kind of Mm -hmm. pretend to be the uncle Tom. like, he has to kind of, like, everyone loves, yeah. you know, their masters, and everyone loves being a slave, but then secretly he's really helping slaves escape the whole time. So, um, <laughs> very, another again, very interesting two-faced kind of character, has one appearance and to, t- I guess, to appease his white masters, and another appearance to help slaves freeing for fr- freedom. Um, those are the kind of characters when. that are interesting when they have to put on multiple faces, or they're not what you think they would be in the time um
2: well and even and the reverend's character even the slaves didn't know that he was you know part of this no only underground
0: the railroad. that one guy did the like the uncle or yeah. the father like he 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 like yeah. was aware but it was it was all kept very under wraps even the other right. some of the other slaves when they when Harriet went to them like you can't go to the reverend he's we can't trust him he he yeah. he preaches about how uh, runaways burn in hell and all that kind right. of stuff so <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, the the movie rises and falls on, uh, Harriet Tubman's and she's just really good. (laughs) She's like, there's some speeches later Mm -hmm. on that I don't like, but I think it's more the writing than the acting, the way she portrays it the whole time. She's a very, something kind of seems off with her about her whole character. Um, like she's kind of like something unhinged earth about her. And I, they kind of describe it as, um, and it's the part of the movie I don't like. I didn't talk about it in the plot, but the touched by God. God tells me where to go. God tells me which oh, direction yeah. to go. God tells me when oh, yeah, someone's- I was going
1: to talk about that in a uh, visual and sound.
0: I'll let you continue about it, but it's not a part of the movie that works for me. And I'll let you continue about that in a second, Jess. Cause overall the characters are like a three, five, um, Harriet's great. There's some really interesting, complex side characters and no one's particularly bad. I don't hate the slave over owner mother, like as a character, like she, she works for what she has to do. Um, William still, I don't love, I don't love his, the way he's portrayed. He kind of has to be like a, um, like a negative Nancy uh, after he's introduced as kind of like the cool, like, leader boss awesome guy and then later on he just has to kind of be like no harriet you can't do these crazy things um three and a (laughs) half though it's 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 above average across for the most part um i'll go back to you just for the visual and sound and you can pick up on the whole god thing as well the god telling you where to go
1: yeah it honestly would have been um a solid sinko if it wasn't for this part and i didn't really think about it too much until i um talked about this movie with my friend um And she brought it up. Like, the only part she didn't like was how fake this thing was. And it really was. It made her seem like she was a crazy woman just getting visions from God. Like, I don't know. It almost seemed like she was getting, like, possessed or something. And she was, like, in the middle of the wood, just lying there. Or I don't – I mean, I don't even want to describe it. It just seemed so fake. And in real life, she probably just maybe sat there and prayed. Nothing extreme as this. Maybe they could – the flashbacks things or uh, i think that just made it confusing because some of the flashbacks were there sometimes and they weren't others and some were sequential and they weren't so i think if she just said god help me find the way or she just like you know prayed there on her own that would have been fine but she just made it seem like she was inhuman
0: what do you get the visual sound as a whole because i kind of echo some of those feelings i'll talk about
1: yeah so besides that i thought the cinematography was great like all the shots in the woods um the shots of the house um the fields on the slaves their clothing going to the north and seeing how philadelphia was um dressed up as the an old town i thought that was beyond good i think this is probably gonna win something um in the oscars so i mean it'll win like costume
0: design probably
1: yeah so that and i just think yeah the picture just looked so good um and i this is something that history teachers are probably going to play in movies now just because it it just seems so real so it's going to be a four or five and i just wish they uh praying part was just a little more human otherwise it would have been just an easy solid synko.
0: what do you think mama K? <laughs> I,
2: I echo a lot of the sentiments of jess i think that um the cinematography is really good but i want to talk a lot about the gospel music um because that is quite possibly my favorite part of this movie i think that i didn't realize that Cynthia is a singer, also, and I wasn't sure that that was her at the beginning. That at the very first time that she sang a gospel song, I was like, What is that? It doesn't seem it doesn't match, but it is. And, mm-hmm. um, those you know, there, there was it meant a lot in, in transitioning a lot of things in this movie. Whenever somebody was ready to go, or they were going to go, they were sad that they were going to be leaving all their people behind. You know, you've got this like totally heartfelt you know gospel music in the background and singing to people into the fields i mean that's a little corny i think because at some point you think the slave owners would be like i hear gospel music someone's escaping so no there's <laughs> some there's
0: some southern white people they don't know this, the well, the tunes that's a
2: true story they're probably not that far out into the field either it didn't seem like they had a lot of like hands you know a lot of white hands on the field to to keep you know a watch on everybody either Which is so weird um, to me
0: i'm like why is sitting on your porch so great? I mean, I know we're spoiled today by technology, but I'm like, you're just sitting on a porch. Like, what are you even doing? Like, there's there's nothing to do. That's I would rather probably 5, go chop degrees. wood just to kill time. Like, Jesus,
2: <laughs> what are you doing? No, it's Sunday. You can't do that. And it's 5,000 degrees inside their house. You know, that's that's why people sit on porches. Yeah, I don't want to be
0: that one woman, the, 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 the mother laying in bed in like a full gown and with all the blankets on. I'm like... <laughs> No wonder you're fucking sweating and feel sick. It's like a thousand
2: degrees. Say, <laughs> she was unwell. Yeah, um, ridiculous. So I, I like that. I like hearing you know the "Let My People Go." It brings me back to a time when we were singing together in our house. You know, for um, American Idol. Um, I was about to say that. that. It's probably say? not a flattering rendition, though. <laughs> it's not, but it's hilarious. Um, and that guy was so, a was
0: and- a. Um, revolutionary war reenactor so he did have a historical reenactment piece to him yes that has nothing well, to what do with this episode james though and I think, I think that's only going to confuse people yeah. uh james lewis american it. idol audition just james if lewis t-
2: look it up yeah
0: james lewis american idol audition on youtube go yeah. go check it out if you want to know Best what the fuck ever. we're talking about <laughs> <laughs>
2: um so i'm going to give the visual and sound of four
0: i'm on board with mama k i'm at a four um love the gospel music at the beginning especially at first like half hour is pretty heavily dominated i liked how it was like a symbol for people to leave uh, i understand mama k's whole thing like eh, no one caught on whatever um <laughs> i agree with jess pretty heavily that if it weren't like the religious it's not the re- it's not that it's religious it's that literally god like showed her the future and that like saved them like I don't know how history happened and I'm guessing the filmmakers took some liberties here cuz I don't think there's any way they could be like god made me psychic and like I I like <laughs> history his, history's a sketchbook we we go off based on diaries and journals like I don't know if there's I I know we probably have some religious v- listeners and viewers and whatever like this it was far-fetched for someone who thinks that's far-fetched um
2: well do you think that they were just using those as plot devices though to keep things going like how you know you can't just have her going back and them. If that's them the choice, though, her going back and them—it is the choice. I'm just saying. But that's lazy. That, that, that feels—that
0: I... feels lazy because there's literally a part in the movie where, like, there's the whole group of them. And there's like nine of them, and they're going towards the bridge, and then she passes out right. in the middle of the woods, and the whole group's like, "What's she doing?" Like, and the one guy's like, "We got to go to the bridge. Let's leave her. Like, forget her." And then they're like, "No, she's the leader. She's speaking to God. Just let her speak to God." And then she's like, "We can't go to the bridge. We have to wade into this freezing cold lake that would probably kill." us if we from hypothermia because <laughs> i can see my breath right now so it's clearly very cold it's just stuff like that right. where i'm like you can write if you're a good writer and i'm sure these people are talented writers you can write another way out of the situation than god came and then i waded through the water and people were like oh she's so wise and like i'll follow her anywhere like it didn't that didn't land for me maybe that's resonance and feel i don't know but it's kind of a whole general plot visual sound resonance and feel it kind of encompasses
2: a lot of the movie,
0: unfortunately, um, there is one song that comes up in the middle of the of the movie. I think it's "Sinner Man." Is what it's called by Nina Simone. And then there goes power. Mm-hmm power. Mm. Love that sequence. I'm a sucker for a good montage, and that's a great four-minute montage. <laughs> During that, I'm like, "Oh, I'm so nice. in." I'm like, I'm on the edge of my seat, jittering along with it. I'm like, "Yeah, this is so good." I love, I love seeing them outsmart all the slave owners and hide in like the different, right. um, the different abolitionist yeah. I cabins. Like that too. Oh, it's such a good yeah. little sequence, and there, there's, there's a couple yeah, of those like in that. here. It's not a, it's not all you know, paint by numbers, uh, biopic, history, bland, but um. Yeah, the visual and sound, like, I like the music a lot. And the visuals are solid for the most part. I like when she walks to freedom. We didn't talk about that. When she walks to freedom for the first time across the PA border oh. with the sun yeah. in the background through the field. Like, there's some nice stuff. And I like seeing, uh, yeah. what was it, Fifth and Arch in Philadelphia. I'm like, oh, that's a real street still. Yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah. So, f- a four. I'm, I'm on board with, uh, with with you guys there. Um, The overall resonance feel. I'm going to bounce it back to Mama K, because I don't know if we've really talked about the end. You can talk about some of the stuff. That Happens at the very end. What do you, what do you think of the residents' feel?
2: The, the very end when she gives the speech, the abolitionist. Well, there's speech? the speech,
0: and then there's like a final showdown, like a battle showdown that's like kind of added on. And then there's also the uh, showdown with the slave owner.
2: Yeah, there's like three I mean,
0: endings, I... kind of really.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there is. They had to, you know, there's like three bits that they sort of had to tie up. I don't know that they had to do a, an actual like you know braveheart kind of shooting at each other kind of thing um at the they end kind of they, they
0: like they like pretend to it's kind of like a half it's like a real half-ass yeah. like we got all these extras it, it kind of and point your guns at each other and then <laughs> cut to the next whatever like you know it's
2: right um and i i like the showdown i don't see that ever actually happening the showdown with the slave owner with the joe allen character i don't I don't. Ever yeah, see that's Hollywood. Sort of like that happening. That that it's that Hollywood. part that she part sh- kind
0: of bugged me, but yeah.
2: Yeah, she shoots him in the hand, and because she couldn't know, kill him, she, she can... has
0: to show she's morally superior. You know, he, 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 he knew right. she You know, yeah.
2: He that. just like he killed Marie
1: right in front of her, but I guess he, he yeah. didn't know she was there. But.
0: Well, the thing is, she yeah, can't. Well, I mean, she can't kill was... him. That's like a rule, like another Hollywood, like big picture rule. The hero cast well, right. of show they're morally superior to the villain and I whatever it's, Right. the showdown itself is contrived those... like
2: you're not going to fall down and be you know you're not going to go down to the level of of the villain in this movie so right um so it kind of because of that i think it sort of ended more abruptly than i anticipated um and you know, I do. I was a sucker at the end when they were started to talk about her. You know, they put the things up on on the screen about her real life and how long she lived and how many people she. Yeah, I had no you know, idea she, she lived saved. into
1: her nineties. I that, that was yeah. she, the biggest like, twist
0: to the movie. I'm like, she lived to 1913. Yeah. Jesus. I know. <laughs>
1: I
2: mean, she. I mean, it she, was just barely 100 years ago that she died. Women almost had the right to vote. I mean, dang, I know, she, she almost made so it all close. the way
0: to the next milestone. <laughs> she, she was like crushing it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess I assume that she probably um, died during some excursion or, or something, but no, she lived a very, very long life. <laughs> That's, like, the craziest thing. Is
0: she, she did this like- over and over. She was in, like, battles, and then she survived the 40-year right. reconstruction era in her, you know, 60s to 90s, and she just was fine. Right. It was fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, and
2: just, I, I, pr- I hope that she just had, like, a... Total chill time that time. You know what I mean. During that. Oh, you know time. she Great wasn't. You know retirement. she was on the stump giving
0: speeches, rallying people to yeah. the cause. You know she wasn't resting.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I also want to think that she was just like on the porch drinking sweet tea. I'd like to think that as well. Maybe for her last um, like three weeks. <laughs> like <laughs> I know. Otherwise, she was very busy. She had a lot. To I'm do sure like. she was crushing She's for yeah. 60 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Resonance and feel. I mean, I did want to find out more about whether this was, you know, how true of a of a tale this this is. Yeah, I felt Um, the same way, too. Yeah. I mean, and and most of it, I mean, it doesn't really when I think about it, it doesn't really matter because we all know about her and we know that what you know, the gist of what happened and, and all of that is actually important. That's the important part. Um, but I do, you know, the other bits and pieces I do find, you know, interesting and in whether or not that there's something that happened in in real life. Um, so uh, resonance and feel, though, I did toward I did toward the end start to feel that it got a little formulaic for me and, and mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping for a little bit more. So uh, I'm going to give it a three five for resonance and feel. Just.
1: Um I'm probably going I'm going to give this a solid synko. I think the resonance and feel was the I know it was um wow. the best part. I walked out of this movie feeling like I You could were be afraid it to watch in.
0: this movie. You were afraid you were going to be bored out of your I mind. I know.
1: This this is another surprise <laughs> for me. So I'm happy that this happened. Um Yay. so it it definitely really empowered me. I again, I felt like I I don't know how I felt it was relatable because nothing in this movie is relatable to my life right now. But I, it was just the empowerment in being a leader, and I, I don't know. I felt like let, let's wake up tomorrow and uh, let's free let's free people. I don't know who to be who to free, but I'm just like let let's do something big um you'd have to find another country there's (laughs) there's,
0: most most there's still other countries slavery but it's kind of a pain to get there you know it takes a lot of time
2: we've got some issues here in the u.s that could probably use some attention Oh yeah but i mean like i don't think
0: slavery is a a large-scale issue there's probably some people chained in some basements some places but it's not like it was (laughs) they're not on the street corner anymore
2: watching too much law and order yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it also made me think about um, just first world problems. Um, Like these Mm. people had actual problems and real conflict and real Mm. tension. And I mean, we're thankful that our biggest problem is something that no one would ever care about. It's not life changing, life risking or anything. Um, So it it gave me that perspective, too. And this is like one of the first well, one of the movies I can really think of where my resonance and feel isn't, oh, it was super scary, it was super happy, um, but it was, like, really inspiring and uplifting, so I think that it gave me a different kind of feeling, um, just made it super unique and made me really appreciate it.
2: I think that's lovely.
0: I'm, love I'm that. glad you feel that way, oh, Jess, because sometimes it takes takes some effort to get you into you know the historical biopics, and I mean, you just gave Terminator Dark Fate I Recommend. Like, you're you're starting to come around on these other types of movies. I'm learning. I'm learning. You're, you're growing as a movie viewer, and I'm, re- I'm very proud of you. Uh, having said that, I don't, oh, thanks, I don't, guys. I don't love the resonance of you on this movie. Um,
2: <laughs> having said that, I disagree with you. Having said that, I think you're,
0: I actually disagree with you. Um, so, there's a part that actually does resonate and feel with me. I almost got a little teary eyed. I was pretty close, and we haven't mentioned it. I got you. She teary- goes back and visits her husband on the first trip back, um, and he has remade. Um, uh, married yeah. and take it, and he's taken another wife, and then they casually. My audience
1: him. was like, "Oh no, he didn't!" And then they were like, "Yeah, yeah a we man would do gasps. that we got some
0: oh no." Oh, f- and I think one lady went, "Fuck that guy!" <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> yeah. he- I think my audience <laughs> reacted the most to that scene. He yeah. and then
0: he. That's a really well written scene too, because the dialogue, the the information is doled out slowly. First, you find out he's got the other wife. Then you find out the wife is carrying his child. Her reactions are appropriate, and then his reactions are appropriate. His whole like, she, well, first she's like, yeah. "How could you take another woman? I married you." And then she's like, "You left me. You left me. You didn't take me." And then like, and she's like, "I was trying to protect you." And then she was like, "I would have died for you." I, it's a it's a pretty well written yeah. emotional scene where I understand both people. I don't hate either one of. Them them and I really yeah
2: nobody's wrong nobody's yeah. wrong in that people scene. yeah
0: reacted you know the way humans would react and that was a very humanistic emotional scene that it came you know after the first hour which is my favorite part of this movie I really like her initial escape her initial descent into Philadelphia how it's shown as, like, a whole like a whole new world to her. Like, it's very okay. confusing and <laughs> difficult for her to understand when she's, like, the fish out of water in Philadelphia. The whole first hour is really good, and if the whole movie were like that, I would give it much higher grades across the board. Then, mm. then, I gotta go free the slaves. You're not allowed to. Don't tell me what I can't do. I gotta go free the slaves. And then at the very end, <laughs> there's the three big endings. First is the big speech in the room, which I felt was, like, uh, I know we had to do this, but like it does. Uh, and then we had the showdown with the slave owner. We already talked about that. Uh, this definitely didn't really happen. And like, it's, uh, <laughs> I feel like you've seen this before. And then we have the big like battle thing at the end. Well, at least that actually did happen. She really did lead 150 black, uh, uh, union soldiers and freed 750 black, uh, Confederate slaves. So that really did happen. So I'm like, Oh, okay. That at least is, is historically accurate. Um, so I'm like a two five at the end of all of that, because um, the ending really mm. loses me. The second half of this movie really loses me, feeling wise. There's still some good moments and some good interesting things that happen, um, but my my stickiness, my my feelings, they're they're kind of gone in the second half. Um, but they were there at the beginning. Yeah. There was some stuff at the beginning I really yeah, enjoyed. I agree with that. Uh, so we're at the end of Harriet. I will go to I think the obvious grade first, and that would be Jess. Would you recommend Harriet?
1: Yeah, yes, I would recommend. Um, if it was on TV, I would definitely watch it. I encourage – I probably – I told my mom to watch it. That's probably the first time I've ever told my mom to watch something. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. So I tell my mom to watch it. I'll tell my friends to watch it. And it's something to really talk about. And again, like Mama Kay said, at the ver- at the end, I was really interested to know – what was fabricated in here and what actually happened and if there was stuff that they couldn't include because it would be too long um i just wanted to know more about her and i mean this movie did a very good job about the journey because i i learned a lot but i'm even yearning to know more which is something i don't do with history (laughs)
0: that is definitely outside your character you're you're growing it's very good um mama (laughs) k would you recommend harriet
2: you know, I'm going to recommend Harriet. Um, I think anybody who has an interest in history is going to love this movie. Uh, I think people who like filmmaking are really going to love the first half of this movie, um, right? And I think that it's it's you know important topics, and it does like Jess says, it does you know lend itself to having those conversations about uh, not just the past, but you know, where, where we look, where we look at ourselves now. So uh, I'm going to recommend that people go see this movie.
0: And for me, this will squeak out a, a, a slight recommend, but still a recommend. Um, like Mama K said, and like I said earlier, the first half is, is quite good, exceeded my expectations. And the second half is kind of what I expected the movie to be, Um so, you know, you mix that together and you get, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's really engaging. And then you, you kind of have to go your way through. I, I have to ask you guys, too, because I saw this movie on a day. I saw three movies in a row in the theater or something I don't typically do. <laughs> this one felt by far the longest. And the other two movies, this is like two hours. The other one I saw was hour 50 and two and a half hours. And this one felt longer than both yeah. by far. This one felt long. Did either of hmm. you guys feel the length of this movie? It's only two hours, and like four minutes.
1: I don't think so. I was again, I was super engaged, um, and I wasn't like, you know, looking at the time it's just gonna end. um,
2: so I was in it. um, i don't I don't think I did for the most part. There was a little bit in the middle, maybe the second time she went back where I was kind of I kind of drifted a little bit. um but I think in general, and in general, it it didn't feel super long to me. Hmm, that's interesting.
0: And it didn't drag. That's for sure. I
2: don't think it It wasn't dragged, a drag. Like, I didn't was, hate
0: being in there. No. Like Because I still enjoy... There's Even the parts at the end that I didn't love, you know, resins and feel like this is really great-wise. It was conventional in a, you know, competent way, which is right. fine. But, like, right. you know, like, like I said, this is the first movie I saw that day, too. It's not like I ended the day with this, and that's why it was dragging. This is the first one I saw, and I was like, oh, no, it's going to be a long day. But... You know, the other movies were a little more upbeat, but um yeah, I was just curious if this movie drive for you guys. For for me it did it did feel longer than two hours, which is kinda rare for for a movie for me. I usually feel like they move pretty quickly and uh this one yeah. had some drag. But regardless of that, it's still three varying degree recommends, anywhere from high recommend to low recommend, but uh three recommends for Harriet. Yeah. And uh We're staying in the theaters. We're not leaving the theaters. We got stuff coming up. Uh, We got, uh, what do we got? Dr. Sleep coming up. The 40-year sequel to The Shining. Uh, That'll be an interesting one to talk about. (laughs) Uh, I think it'll be just Nicole and I on for that. Uh, We've got Ford versus Ferrari. Um, Jojo Rabbit came back. Jojo Rabbit is now in some theaters near us, which I think means it probably has gone wider in general. And I think I looked it up. It's in a couple thousand theaters now across the U.S. So good signs for Jojo. That's good. Hopefully you can go see it, because I think we'll be doing that a week from today. uh, That'll be coming out next Monday. Um, And there's some more at the end of the month. we We got like Frozen 2. We got Knives Out. We got A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. That's been getting a lot of stuff going on with it. So a lot of feeder reviews, oh. a lot of Oscar stuff, probably. Um, if you have anything to recommend to us, we will probably get to it in mm, January january february it's kind of when That's when, true. The, when the theater reviews slow down a little bit uh but if you not want to recommend me. not for jess <laughs> jess is very excited for a couple <laughs> of trash horror movies in january um but i if, know
1: tell tully the babysitter i'm super excited about yes
0: if you if folks have seen uh previews for the turning which has been in development hell for two and a half years it's been passed around from director to director and if you notice know <laughs> the actors and actors look much is this
2: a remake
0: I don't believe it's a remake. I think it's an original piece of shit. But I, maybe it'll be good.
2: Huh? <laughs> maybe... When you talk,
1: oh, the boy. trailer is like... Pro- honestly, one of the best horror trailers I've seen, I think, is The Turning.
0: That's ridiculous. That's... Uh, that's yeah. I mean, uh, I'm,
1: all, I'm always a little biased when it comes to Tully, but... It, <laughs> I know, you gave Terminator a recommend. Finn. And Yeah, I know, and
0: Finn. <laughs> yeah, you somehow gave Goldfincher a recommend, even though we shit on that for an hour, and you were like, you know
2: what? I yeah. still would recommend that. <laughs> like, <still laughs> You talking I about, you'll see this anyway. <laughs> uh, so
0: the turning, there you go. You want a three month tease? The turning will be coming out in January, late January. Um, well, like I was saying, if you have anything to recommend to us, we will get it to it later in, I guess, early next year. Films with the Women in My Life on yeah. Facebook, and I am Brennan underscore pod host on Instagram. If you want to reach out to me individually, oh, Jess and uh, Mama K, thank you for being on for Harriet
1: gracias yeah, you're welcome i'm gonna end this in yeah. spanish
0: yes very good you'll have to learn some more <laughs> uh, hellos oh, you know. and goodbyes for the future oh, future episodes that's your homework um until next time yes. this is brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies
2: thanks for listening to films with the women in my life if you enjoyed being a listener in our life subscribe to us on itunes please leave a review as it helps more people us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at filmswomenpod and check out our website filmswiththewomen.livson.com. That's filmswiththewomen.libibyn.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole Delesio.